Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to the Record Celtic podcast. I'm Liam Bryce and today I'm joined by Michael Gannon all the way from the club's training camp in Austria. On the pod today, we pour over the ashes of the David Turnbull deal after it dramatically collapsed for good this time. And as the latest transfer news with Christopher Julien in the UK for a medical, Luca Connell spotted at Celtic Park and of course updates on Kieran Tierney and Arsenal. And finally, Michael provides all the latest details from the Celtic camp following their friendly victory on Wednesday night. So, Mick, how are things in Austria? Tell us. Very, 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 very hot. That's how it is out in Austria. Um, today was about 36 degrees out here. Um, it's absolutely sweltering. It's, um, it's no place for a, a glass of with uh, <coughs> strawberry blonde hair. No. That's for sure. I heard you were, um, I heard you were putting in a bit of a shift here. yourself today. Well, yeah, today's, it was something we've, we've done that's um, traditional. The, 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 the touring kind of press party um, usually challenged the, the backroom teams at the, at the clubs to a, to a game. Um, so it was um, the, the, the press corps against the Celtic backroom team. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm, I'm usually a playing goal, but with three goalkeepers. All right. So I got drafted into it. I got dumped, <laughs> dumped from my usual number one position and I played it right back. Uh, unfortunately... Celtic's backroom team. We, we kind of forgot that um, they now got Damien Duff. On, on oh yeah, he used to play, he used to play a bit, didn't he? Uh, 150 caps for <laughs> Ireland, I think it was or something like that aye. against against uh, me. Um, aye, so I think you can imagine how it, how it worked out. So is this is this uh, you saying that you you will not be you're not going to be the new right back at Celtic then? Uh, is that? I think well, Lenny, Lenny's looking for a right back, of course, but uh-huh. I, I think Manny's been scored right off the line. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Down to about 19 yeah. left, sorry, 19 potential right backs now, you think? Oh, I think, well, in full backs in general, I think we're up to about 12 or 13. Uh-huh. Um, so the list is pretty extensive. They're, they're, um, mm-hmm. Some are more are more stronger um, prospects than other, mm-hmm. others, but there's um, a huge list. They're finding it a wee bit harder to get a right back in. Yeah. Um, this lad, um, Peter Rankerson, was linked quite heavily as well, but that's now looking like that won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, there's a few others on the list. Yeah. Um, and then you throw in the Kieran Tierney factor as well, that, that obviously Arsenal haven't yet come back in again um, with an improved offer, but you think it's going to come soon. Yeah, and um, certainly looks if like they it. can get towards that valuation, that Celtic's valuation, there's going to be a decision to make somewhere, which means that Celtic need also need a left back, but they are working on that as mm-hmm. well. Aye. Um, so I'll come back to so the, the transfers. I just want to touch on, obviously, because it's a kind of breaking news today. Um, the David yeah. Turnbull, the on-off on off deal is now officially done and off. I suppose it's, it wasn't, a, you know, yeah. after working over the past couple of days, it wasn't a, a huge surprise now that, that it is off. I think, you know, Leo, Neil Lennon said they were still hopeful, but it was kind of more yeah, yeah. than expectation. We spoke, spoke last night and they were hopeful that something, I think they wanted to get something done. There were suggestions of a, of a kind of loan deal at first. To get let the lad get the kind of surgery that it requires, 
and then with a view to a permanent sign, but Mullow aren't interested in that, yeah. that kind of arrangement, so the deal now has collapsed. So having having written the deal was on, and then off, on again, then off again, then away to Leach, then off at Norleys, then back at Celtic, then off at Celtic, then maybe back on, and now <laughs> it's definitely off, uh-huh. maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think, from I, think now. That, I think that's where we are. I uh, think that's where we are at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's been uh, listen. It, it's been a, a pain for everyone trying to cover it and trying to keep up with it. But it's a, a real sore one in all respects for the lad. Um, yeah. Uh, David Turnbull. Uh, he's the one in the centre of it, and it's his career. That's um, one minute he thinks he's got a big money move um, to Celtic, and next minute he's, he's back in limbo. Listen, he, he, I think he's a. Uh, quite a smart lad, and I think he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be quite content to, to spend another season with Mullow. That's what has to happen. Um, but this has come out the blue from. He didn't know he had this problem. He wasn't he wasn't struggling with a knee problem. or wasn't feeling any pain or injury. Mm-hmm. But discovered this, this this little little problem, like little glitch that required a bit of surgery. It's more preventative, rather. Than yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it set him back. Um, and it's it saw this move. Move um, collapse. Um, so Celtic are, are now not going to be getting a, a really talented lad guy. I think I think he's going to go to the top. This kid, I think he's, I think he's a cracking player. Uh-huh. Um, but Mallow now looks as though this three point two five, a three million pound check isn't on the way, and the kid needs surgery. So mm. it's nobody's won in this situation. No. I think it's um, they're all losers to be honest with you in this situation, so to speak. Is this one that you, you could? You know, it's very kind of hypothetical at this stage, but is it one you could see Celtic coming back to in a year's time? Possibly, it depends. I mean, he only played one season in the top flight. Um, so, to an extent, I think I think he's a player just now, but I think to an extent they were signing potential. Um, so, it depends how he does. I mean, he might, he might come back and, and, and actually kick on again, and it might cost more money to get him next time. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, he's quite a determined lad as well, so it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back. Has the ground running and he's uh, every bit as impressive. So it's, it'd be interesting. I, I wouldn't surprise me. I think he's a player that, but listen, this is a, a player that has been on Celtic's radar for, for several years. I mean, I think I think he's actually knocked back Celtic Rangers every summer for about four years mm-hmm. um, in terms of youth player. So it's a guy that he's known about for a long, long time and they rate it very, very highly. But a lot of other teams do as well. So it's. Um, it's a bit of a gamble. Um, you can understand Celtic's reluctance to, to, to take a guy and you don't know how, how the things will be after surgery and all that stuff. It's, um, it's a tricky one. Listen, it's just a one. I don't think there's any blame to attach to anyone, no. any of the parties. It's just an unfortunate thing that happens in, in sport because they're talking about human beings. They're not, they're not machines. Yeah. And it's um, a physical thing that's it's popped up and it's, it's just sunk this move. It's a shame, but it's um, it's, uh, it's difficult for all, all I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I've, I've especially a real shame for the player and we kind of hope to see him back yeah. on the, the pitch sooner rather than later. In terms of yeah, Celtic definitely. and their, their transfer activity though, is is there a chance that they would maybe maybe now turn to another midfielder or was this that was this one a case of this was a player that they'd identified that they wanted rather than an area? Uh, no, I think that's an area they're looking at. Uh-huh. I, think, I, think, I think Neil was going to add, I think he will add in, um, to the midfield. I think uh, at least at least one, maybe two. I think I think if they got if they got Turnbull up, wouldn't be, wouldn't be the last one either. So I think there could be a couple in there. Mm-hmm. Um, See, so yeah, I think everyone's talking about the fullback positions. Um, yeah. Centre back, um, Christopher Gillian's on the way. Yeah. Um, I think they might even add another one in there. Um, so Lenny, Lenny seems a bit quite relaxed about it. I mean, I think I think I think a lot of fans are kind of 
are panicking about lack of signings and all that stuff and time ticking on. But it, it, I think it, it seems to be that the mindset is they need to get the right ones rather than just anyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is only June it, after all, isn't it? I suppose it's we're still... It is. It's still June. It's hard. I mean, a lot of players aren't even back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think next week, but a lot of teams across Europe are back for pre-season, certainly in the top leagues. Um, so it, it's tricky, but I think, I think he'll start to see it moving moving now. Um, but like I say, I think he wants the right ones in rather than just anyone for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, so I think, but I think they will. I think, I think you'll see. I still think there'll be half a dozen new faces arriving this summer. Yeah, Christopher Julian. That seems to be the one that's closest to getting over the line. We know he, he's uh, travelled to London yeah. this morning. Um, a good signing on paper. That one certainly isn't it. It looks yes, three five seven and a half. Um, I think he's got a bit of ability on the ball as well. Compared uh, to the season this year, I think um, in France. But I think he's a guy with um, a bit of pedigree. He's a good age. Isn't he? He's twenty six, and it's it's very rare for Celtic to spend that kind of money on a twenty six year old. Mm-hmm. So it's only twenty six. Um, so I think it's um, it's rare, but he's a ready made player. As a guy who's going to come into that team and be a bigger influence, I think um, right away. Um, so it is. It's a, it's a bold sign. It's a lot of money as well. I mean, you're talking up to seven million pound. Yeah. Um, so it's a big bold signing, but it, it does look the part. Ah, uh-huh, certainly um, physically, definitely, doesn't he? He's um, yeah. Huge. I mean, it's, it's, he's, 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 he's a monster. Yeah. Um, but he can play football as well. So he's got a bit of both. Um, so I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good bit of business. It's a lot. It's a lot of money, but um, they sort of think it's, 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 it's worth it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and you'd imagine he would be one of the, the main the main men at the back, but there's also obviously Joseph Simonovic there and, and Christopher Ayer. So they're actually well catered for now at centre back. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Near Beton can still play there as well if needed. There's a lot in there. Jack Henry around still. Yeah. I don't think we'll see Marvin Comper. Right <laughs> um, well, stranger things have happened this summer. Well, he's, he's, um, he's I think he'd, <laughs> I think I'd get ahead of him for that way. Um, and kind of that you see, you know, you talk about Julian as a you know a ready-made straight into the team type of player. Um, but the other one kind of news over the past couple of hours is the the young boy from Bolton, Luca Connell. Um, uh, somebody's somebody's pictured him spotted at Celtic Park. It looks as if he's been getting the the VIP, getting the, getting the tour, the treatment, yeah, yeah from Peter Lawwell. Yeah. Um, again, that's eighteen years old. That's that's one for the future. You've got to think rather than the now. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot, there's a lot of interest in him as well. Um, so I don't, I, although he's been up there, it doesn't, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, um, it's cut and dry at this point in time. Yeah. Um, there's a wee bit of, um, that's something we'll be looking at today. Um, but it's an interesting one. You hear good things about him. A lot of people have um, rate him very highly. So it's, um, it sounds like a, like, like you say, one for the future. Um, but a kid with a lot of potential. Uh-huh. And have you got anything to, you could tell us about any of these other th- names that have been floating about? We've got the uh, obviously you know, it could be a case of where do where do we start? But the guy Bolly and Bombo, yeah, that that is very strong. Um, but again, a lot of interest in him as well. But Celtic really like him. Um, he's one that they do they do fancy. Um, uh, Pernod also um, from Nice is another one that they do fancy. Again. The problem with that one is Nice don't really want to sell him, um, and I think his, his, his price might be getting inflated. 
Um, but the, thing, the problem is that all these names that are going to be out, people think these names are plucked out of the sky and all that stuff, and, and it's just usual summer uh, transfer madness. But mm-hmm. there, there are a lot of irons in the fire, and there's always a, there's, a, there's interest at various levels in all these kind of guys. So it's um, it's Celtic are, are very, very busy just now trying to, to get these deals and trying to uh, negotiate and see where they can pick up. It's um, but it's tricky, but there's a lot, there's an awful lot of players. I don't think I've seen so many players linked in one summer. Yeah, I can see. Um, uh, and plus, it's, a, it's, a, it's always a moving, um, movable feast as well, because like I say, the Tierney situation is interesting because they need to be able to hit the button on a replacement right away. So are they looking for a backup and are they looking for a replacement? They don't they don't know that at the moment in time. The moment he's, he's a Celtic player and that's it mm-hmm. until uh, anyone says otherwise. But they have to be mindful. And then obviously the right back issue, as everyone everyone knows, um, maybe the right back, at least one, maybe two. Yeah. On Tierney, um, is there is there anything else that we can add to that at the moment? It seems we've not kind of just waiting this up, this seemingly imminent second bid from Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Um, again, they've they've got deals that are going around as well. So the whole car sell. Um, but um, from the Celtic end, not at the moment. Um, listen, I think they're in, I think they're anticipating some kind of um, further approach but as, at this point in time it's, um, it hasn't come in and they're not, they're not really encouraging it I mean, yeah, I know people think there's a temptation to cash in on Guarantee mm-hmm. but I don't think there's there any rush to do that either no. um, um, they don't really need the money I mean it's, listen they get £25 million up for them although it's not to be sniffed at um, but it's not it's not like they need it it's not like if they're rules at the door um, so they, they can afford to kind of um, play hardball over them. Yeah. Um, but that's going to rumble on, I think, right to the end of the window. I think uh-huh. that could rumble on for a long time. No, I mean, because I suppose, I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, you could try to sign a replacement for them, but I mean, how are you, where are you going to source at kind of relatively short notice a, a player of, you know, kind of his quality, but another one who's also, you know, so committed to the club? Do you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. It's just, he's uh, kind of not, not replaceable yeah. in that way, is he? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, in that respect, yeah. But I mean, there's, there's some there's some some decent players out there. I think I see they're looking uh, far and wide um, for this kind of um, this kind of eventuality. So it'd be interesting to see how it, how it unfolds in the next next kind of week or so. Yeah. Do you think it would be you know the the right time? You know, people keep talking about is it the right time for Kieran Tierney to 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 move down to England, the the, the Premier League? What's your kind of take on on that side of it? I think I think so. I think it's I think it's time for him to 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 take the step to to that that environment. I do. Um, listen, I, listen, I I love Scottish football and I want to see the best players there in Scotland. That, that that's that just goes without saying. But there's also a bit of me that I think I'd like to see how he gets on in that environment. We've seen it with Andy Robertson down there, uh, Ryan Fraser, a bit of late bloomer down there. I'd like to see how how does Kieran Tierney perform against Man United, Chelsea, uh, Liverpool. Spurs every every single week, mm-hmm. Man City and all that. I want to see. I want to see. We, we know he's, we, we all know in Scotland he's top class, but let's. There's a bit of us who wants to see what, how he gets on, mm-hmm. um, and that's not trying to flog him. People accuse you, or you're just yeah, flogging players. You're, you're, you're scared of. Nah, it's not as simple as that, is it? Operation Operation Stop at Ten and all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going it's very not, well. That operation is it? Aye, it's a film for eight years. Um, much like my defending this afternoon, <laughs> um, but listen, I think surely there's a, even I think you know even some Celtic fans were thinking it'd be good to see him, see how he gets on 
mm-hmm. uh, at that level. Yeah, because the potential's um, there, isn't it? It's, it's, it's been clear he's for He's been years. a brilliant servant. He's only 22, but he's put a, I mean, hundred, a couple hundred games already. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, if he stays, Celtic, I mean, it's like I say, I think Kieran himself is quite happy where he is. But even about him, might think it's maybe time. Depending, I mean, he's not going to go to some some mid-ranking club. If he goes to a top a top move, I mean, Arsenal are a top club. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be really un, really interesting to see how how, how it happens from. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot, a lot of things to go on to get to that point. I think. Yeah. Where is he at um, fitness-wise just now? I mean, I know he's been pictured around the training camp, but he wasn't involved in the friendly or with a number no, of others. He's a it? wee bit. He's a wee bit behind still. Yeah, he's still a bit behind. Um, it won't. I would. I, I don't think he'll be involved in the first round of the European uh, qualifiers. I think that's going to come too soon for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe the second round. I think is probably the target for him. But I don't think they're setting a target as yet. But I think he's still a bit. He's not quite uh, up at full capacity yet. So he's, he's still a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's maybe what, nearly a fortnight behind in pre-season training. He's not. He's not. He's doing bits and bobs, but he's not quite there yet. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit longer. And there was a couple of others not involved in the friendly. We've seen a lot of Shved and Bio and the kind of social media from Celtic and stuff like that, but they weren't in on the, the friendly. Was Are they still a wee bit away as well? Hey, no, I don't. I think, um, I mean, Bio had injury problems um, in the last season, but no, I think um, well, she's doing all the two of them look pretty good in training. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of senior boys that weren't involved. Yeah. Right. It was um, a lot of internationals and senior guys that off. Um, I think they've been working pretty hard. Plus, I'm not even joking. The temperatures were <laughs> ridiculous there night. Um, it was absolutely baking. Yeah, there was two or three um, water breaks during that game, and it was kind of water right They played kind of two, two teams, and the, other, the local team had maybe had uh, maybe five or six subs. But you could tell the ones who had played the kind of full ninety minutes for the for the local team. By the end of it, their their race looked well and truly run. Not long after half time, some of those boys, I well, thought, uh, they had a big, a big lump centre forward who would do a great job in League Two in Scotland. Yeah, uh, uh, the poor big fella. Um, you want to give him a hug? He, just, <laughs> he looked like he just looked. It looked like that again. Little bit myself. <laughs> uh, out here, uh, it was like thirty-five degrees, uh-huh. baking heat. Uh, it was uh, not a breath. Um, so it was a kind of game to manage the squad at that point, and I think a few of the boys have been. I think by all accounts they've been they've been bang at it and training over here. They've been really putting it in mm-hmm. despite the heat. Yeah. Um, so I think a few of them have been pushing to get back to fitness. Maybe yeah. it was a wee bit too too early to give them a run at that kind of game. But I think we'll see them. Uh-huh. In the next couple of weeks. Next what, games. what can you tell us about the the training schedule and well, the facilities? Yeah, uh, I mean stunning. I mean they're up. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're up in the hills in a place called Stigerback. Um, one of these kind of uh, Austrian spa resort things. So it's got all these big pools and all that stuff. And then there's a, there's a and the pitches are about five minutes down the road from there. Um, so it's top class. Yeah, they're, they're, they're training twice a day, it's double sessions uh, in the morning and the afternoon. Like I say, it's in, the heat is unbelievable. Today it was off the chart. It was um, say 36, 37 degrees. But they're apparently they're, they're doing the, they're putting in a heck of a shift. Apparently I've been told that. Scott Brown and Callum McGregor are leading from the front. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody was surprised to hear that, especially with Callum McGregor. I, don't, I think he's, um, I don't think he's actually quite human. Sometimes <laughs> after sixty nine games, Aye, that's that's incredible, isn't it? Uh-huh. Frightening. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I genuinely uh, it blows my mind how they do it because it's. You walk to the street and you sit down to take a rest because it's so hot. Um, so how they're doing these these long bursting runs and um, and hammering and training, but they're doing double sessions. 
every every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the, the morning session, take a wee break until late afternoon, and get back out. Late afternoon is a lot, actually, a lot bit cooler. It's not really, but it's um, I guess more roasting. comparatively. But yeah, <laughs> comparatively, yeah. But they'll, they'll come back with about four percent body fat from this. I think. <laughs> um, listen, I'll come back with about. Well, no, that's no good. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe maybe thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well, the the friendly the other night, it was kind of you know it was pretty standard you know pre season stuff, but there was a lot of the the younger players get a chance in the second half, and I know the the Austrian team were toiling, but is, how have yeah. how have these young boys been um, getting on? Can you tell us anything much about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a couple of exciting talents. I mean, um, everyone knows about Karamoko Dembele. He's now he gets a lot of hype. Um, Looks like a me player. The, the lad Armstrong Okoflex as well as another one. I think he looks he looks top class as well. Mm. Some of his touches on night were just absolutely superb. His goal was, was um, good, wasn't it? Uh, oh, superb! But he was just he was terrific in general. I mean, he, he left that poor fullback. I mean, he'll he'll sleep he'll sleep that night. That's for sure. <laughs> um, he was terrific. Mikey Johnson who's a wee bit older now. Um, he was he was superb. You got to take into account your position. But there's a, these guys are. are um, I mean, especially the Karen Moko and and, um, and Okoflex, and the lad Morrison as well. As well, he um, looks the part. There's a few guys that are really exciting talents coming through. I think. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, this season they might get dipped in and out here and there, but it's um, they are quite exciting talents and they're they're, they're entertainers as well. They just love love the tricks and all that stuff. They're, they're quick and um, they're direct and all that stuff they'll get, they'll get fans off the seats I think there's, there's, there are definitely um, kind of thrilling prospects that's for sure yeah and we also got a look at um, the young boy Liam Morrison as well the boy who's been he's been linked with big moves to Germany that's the kind of first yeah. look at him as well isn't it? only, only very yeah, young look, as well look, I mean, he's, he's awful young but he's um, yeah he looks good he's another one he looks um, very good in the ball doesn't he Um yeah, he's another top prospect. It'll be interesting to see what, um, what happens in his future. Um, but yeah, I said they've got a, a wee handful of, of real talented young lads coming through. Um, so I said I don't think they play massive parts in the season. Really, I don't think. I think they're still a bit early for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think sixteen and seventeen year olds. It's uh, it's difficult, but I think they will see them getting dipped in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more a physicality thing. I mean, they've still got a bit to go. Um, Physically, yeah, um, but not far off. Because oh, Dembele, he got a, a bit of a sore one. I thought he was going to have to to come off at one point the other the other night. We away from two challenges, and then the third one just clattered him. I suppose that's. But I think I think yeah, I think one of the big Austrian boys is enough at that point. <laughs> I think um, you could um, you could see that <laughs> if you beat you can beat two, but the next one. <laughs> I'm probably there the thinking, who is it? Who is this wee guy? A bit hardly over oh. five feet tall, and he's. Aye, and he's running rings around them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I think but he was okay though. I think um, they got they all got through it okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they look, they look the part these kids. So what's um, what's next for the, the squad over the next couple of days? I know they've another friendly at the weekend. Um, but will yeah. it just be business as usual till then? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a double sessions today. They're tomorrow they're playing double session tomorrow, uh, Friday, and and Steger's back, and then they're heading up to Vienna. Changing, they're changing tactics up to Vienna on um, on uh, Friday night. A couple of days in Vienna, and then head to Zurich on Sunday. We've got another base in Zurich. Head over a couple of days there, and then the place in Gallen in, in Switzerland on a Tuesday night, and then it's um, back up the road to Glasgow on on the Wednesday. 
and then it's um, then the focus will really be on this this European tie the following week. Uh-huh. Because now it becomes really really into focus. Yeah. Um, this Sarajevo game. Um, so it's, it's edging ever closer, isn't it? Uh, it was never really that far away to begin with, was it? But it is no, it certainly it is yeah. uh, certainly coming right up on the horizon now. Uh, well that's all from us today Uh, thanks very much to Michael for joining me and we'll be back next week with all the latest from Parkhead be sure to subscribe on Acast and iTunes to get the pod as soon as it's available and you can also rate us on there as well thanks for listening 